Weekly Warp Pipe. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. We are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network and we're brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for. And in this week, we're jumping in the Warp Pipe and going back and taking a look at Christmas cartoons of our past. Maybe you guys grew up watching these or remember watching them right before the holidays, getting into the spirit. We asked you guys which ones you remember, so possibly you'll hear your quote on the podcast. And guys, make sure to check out the theweeklywarppipe.com for all the episodes and to pick up some sweet merch just like this mug and we got stickers and magnets. And right before we get into this episode, here's a word from our sponsor. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. We all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Weekly War Pipe. I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? It's me, your boy, NES Addict. <laughs> Hanging out with the Grinch. Front? Yeah, you got the Grinch with you. That's right. <laughs> is that your toy or your son's? Uh, it's my kids. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's fitting for this episode. Had We're going to be discussing, um, you know, our favorite cartoons, Christmas specials, of like 80s and 90s, kind of jumping in the war pipe and going back and checking out what cartoons we watched during the holiday season growing up. Oh, yeah. That was a huge part of, uh, you know, being off for Christmas vacation and I guess even leading up to it. Like, I just remember mom being like, hey, Jay, there's a Christmas special on the night. And, you know, <laughs> absolutely. Sweet. Cartoons at night. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we put a bunch on our list here and uh, we'll see if you guys remember watching these as well. Um, I sat down with my wife and, and watched a few of these. Some of the she hasn't seen before or we haven't seen in years. I figured to kick it off with most classic one. I think Simpsons Christmas special 1989. Yeah. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, was that not the very first full length episode of the Simpsons? That, that was the first pilot episode. If you go to Disney plus, if you have it, I think they're also on Hulu, but it's the first episode. It's a Christmas episode. Yeah. Because I mean, they, the Simpsons just made the 80, the eighties cutoff, like one month before 1990. Right. This I said was, yeah, in 1989. So it's like, boom, just made it. So it's very early animation and kind of where they're going with the characters. It basically starts off with, um, you know, the family getting ready for Christmas and uh, what each kid wants. And uh, (laughs) Lisa wants a pony. She's asked for a pony uh, three years in a row. Hasn't gotten it yet. And then Bart wants to get a tattoo. You remember <laughs> this? 
<laughs> oh yeah. So they end up going to the mall with with the mom, Marge, uh, for Christmas shopping, and they're kind of looking at stuff and going around. And, and there's a tattoo shop, and uh, Bart sees a a mom tattoo, like a heart with that's his mom. And he's like, "What if I got this?" Like mom would be so impressed. So he goes in there, and uh, the guy's like, "Wait a minute, how old are you?" And he's like, "21." He's like, "All right, get in the chair." <laughs> yeah. So he gets half of the tattoo. It says moth. And Marge finally finds him, finds him, pulls him out, and then um, they want to get laser removal done on the tattoo, and it costs all the Christmas money that they've been saving up. And she's like, "That's fine. We'll just use, you know, Homer's Christmas bonus." And lo and behold, at work, um, the there was budget cuts, and Homer wasn't getting a Christmas bonus, but he didn't really want to tell his family. Um, so he tries to find a way to like make some money. So he ends up doing a, a mall Santa job. So yeah, that was pretty good. And then, um, so he only made $13 as the mall Santa and he ends up going. Barney, um, also does the, um, Santa job. So he has 13 bucks. He's like, I'm going to the, to the racetrack with the dogs and going to bet on some dogs. That's right. So that's where, where they go. And, uh, they're going to bet on this dog whirlwind. But then last minute, a dog was replaced with Santa's little helper. And, uh, Homer's like, this is a sign. We're going to bet on him. Like, this is definitely going to work. And then he comes in last place. <laughs> <laughs> so they lose all the money and they, they finally um, uh, end up getting home and everyone's like worried where he was disappointed. And then um, Bart comes out and they ended up taking the dog home with them. Because and, didn't like the owner of the dog, like not want it since it lost the race. Right. He's like, he lost so many races. So he's like, go home and, you know, never come back. And he jumps into Homer's arms. So yeah, they took the dog home his name is Santa Little Helper, so that's how they got their dog, and then he saved Christmas. <laughs> Episode one. Episode one, and now they're on season, God, I don't even know, 30-something, 40s. I know. <laughs> it's been on since 1989, so, yeah, like over 30 years. But, yeah, certainly a fun, classic Christmas episode. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I, I actually have two Christmas uh, Simpsons DVDs, and... Um, one of the other ones that I remember really well from the Simpsons, mm -hmm. he, he wanted like an, a Nintendo game. Oh, no kidding. Called bone storm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I think he like goes to the mall and like steals it or something. Okay. I can't, I can't remember the whole, the whole cartoon, but anyway, he steals it. It's supposed to be like mortal Kombat, So it probably came out about the same time as the mortal Kombat game was out. Cause that's yeah. what they based it off of. There was like blood and gore. It's like bone storm, you know, it was all, it was like in your face. <laughs> and, uh, at the end, I think his mom was going to buy him like Jack Nicholas golf or something like that. Yeah. And at the end he, he ends up having to take bone storm back to the mall since he stole it or whatever. I can't, I'm sure people can correct. I'll, me have, in the to, comments. Yeah. I'll have to look for that episode. I'm sure it's on YouTube or again, but, um, streaming. Any, anyway, the very end of the, the video is, or the show is he's playing the Jack Nicholson golf or Nicholas or whoever it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not a fun Christmas game for sure. No, not a fun one. <laughs> um, one of the other cartoons from the eighties that I definitely enjoyed watching was uh, a Garfield Christmas special. It's 1987, yeah. uh, runtime in 24 minutes. First aired uh, December 21st, 1987 on CBS and was often rebroadcasted in subsequent years um, at Christmas time until 2000. Wow. Um, 
if you remember the plot, please fill me in. I don't remember it. I know for a fact I watched it, but I can't remember what it was about. Yeah. I mean, it starts out um, where Garfield's sleeping and then John wakes him up and he's like, hey, Garfield, it's Christmas. And he's like, I baked you a bunch of lasagna and you can eat your way to the tree. And he's like putting down the lasagna plates and Garfield's all super happy. Um, and then eventually he finds out like it's a um, it, it was a dream. So oh, he yeah. ends up waking, waking up for it. And then uh, John's like, you know, it's a. Uh, it's almost Christmas time. He's like, we should go up to the farm and celebrate Christmas there with, you know, mom and dad and uh, Dot Boy. And yeah, Dot like, Boy. <laughs> stupid like, brother. Why does everyone always want to wake me uh, out of my warm bed? Like, why can't they come for Christmas here? Uh, so they end up traveling up there. And um, so he gets to meet the family. And it's the mom, dad, Dot Boy, and the grandmother also is there. And so she's been like uh, petting Garfield. She likes miss having a cat around. Um, and, you know, they're like singing some songs, uh, having, having a Christmas dinner. And you see Odie is uh, collecting some items throughout the, uh, the show. Um, and you're kind of like, you know, what is he planning? And um, they eventually, they open the gifts and stuff. And Odie made him a uh, cat scratcher. Oh, essentially yeah. with like a garden like a, right like thing, a, yeah. a plunger. Um, and, and Garfield was spying on Odie because he had gone out into the shed late at night to get some supplies. And he ends up finding some uh, letters that the uh, the grandmother's uh, husband had wrote to her. So he had since passed. So she was like, I always miss him during Christmas time. And she's like, well, I haven't seen these letters in forever. So she was like super grateful that Garfield found it for him. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty fun. Sounds awesome. like a, heart, a heartwarming event. Yeah. So it was a good one. I mean, I watched a ton of Garfield growing up. So I was like, okay, of course, he's got to have a Christmas special. Yeah. I loved Garfield and Friends. That was a, that was a fantastic cartoon. And then even the, um, like the little farm, the little farm gang they showed. Right. Uh, like, 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 I guess like half of it was Garfield and half of it was whatever that part was called. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fun for sure. Um, this next one here. Now, I, I, I don't remember this growing up at all, but it was on. So I, I said, okay, let me watch it and see if I could get familiar with it. This is the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special, 1985. 1985. Uh, so in this special, Orko accidentally travels to Earth at Christmas time where he encounters two children. And brings them back to Eternia. Um, and it says, although the this aired in 1985 was the special's only television broadcast, it was later released on VHS and in 2005 on DVD. So you were just like exactly four. Right. I I, yeah, I would have been four when this <clears throat> aired on TV. So I doubt I would have caught it when it actually aired. So the only way I would have seen this was if my parents got me the VHS or whatever. We rented it maybe for Blockbuster. Yeah, I was about four and a half, I guess, at that point. Um, but I, I don't recall seeing it. Uh, I'm sure if I knew about it, I did watch it. Mm -hmm. But I, I rewatched it today on YouTube because it is on YouTube for those of you that want to check it out free. Yeah. And I didn't remember any of it. One thing that I did think was strange was the, um, the little... I don't know, bumper, I guess they used was the Shira bumper in it. They didn't use the He Man. When it did like the Shira parts? It was like Shira. 
Right, right. Yeah, because I obviously I, I didn't watch Shiver growing up and watch T Man. So yeah. I didn't remember too much of that. But basically it's they're they're merging the two worlds. Um and so Seaver's doing like her thing, trying to find something, and then sometimes it's following He Man and what he's doing. Um, it it to me, it didn't really feel too much like a Christmas episode. It was just like a regular episode of He Man or Shira, and they happen to have these kids like, hey, like it's Christmas time. It and was like okay, let's celebrate Christmas then. Yeah, it was pretty forced. Like, um, it was definitely more like a, a He Man Shira cartoon with like. It was like someone took a, a, a Shira He-Man cartoon that they already had wrote and like, all right, now how can we adapt this to Christmas? Right. Like, oh, we'll add something here. We'll put the, something there. So there were some little scenes here and there. Um, I thought the little the little guys that were that helped free uh, Orko and the two kids from jail were pretty oh, weird. Um, the Yeah, so they, what the heck were they called? The Manchines? Yeah, the machines. They were machines. They were machines, but they were like men, so they called them like machines. One of them was called like Zipper, and one yes, of them was, he was a motorcycle. One of them was like Saul or something like that, right? Like right, Buzz so like, or something because he would like saw the thing. Yes, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, one thing I, I will mention, um, they were Orko didn't know what Christmas was, and the kids were trying to explain it to him. Yes, and uh, I thought that was interesting because i didn't know what the explanation would be uh i was you know it was back in the 80s so i was curious I'm like is that will there be like a religious aspect to this or is it going to be straight mm -hmm. santa claus right and they you didn't hear them talk about it much but they actually told orco like um the, like the christmas story from the bible oh which was, okay which i thought was interesting and something that you wouldn't see today um because of potentially offending someone and we don't say right. Merry Christmas. We see happy holidays, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. But anyway, you know, back in the eighties, they could sprinkle that stuff in there. I thought, mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. This way maybe appeal to more, more of the audience or whatever, but like you said, it wasn't, they weren't in no fear of offending anyone. So pretty neat. Point. Yeah. So if, yeah, if you guys want to check that out, it is, it is online. Um, we did just watch, I put on a um, a chipmunk Christmas. Big chipmunk fan uh, growing up watching um, the chipmunks and then, of course, getting the chipmunk Christmas CD. I played yeah. that so much. Um, so they have sprinkles of their songs in this Christmas special, essentially. But, I mean, if you know the chipmunks, they got the very high-pitched voice and they're hanging out um, with, with uh, Dave. With Dave. And Alvin's always causing trouble. Alvin! Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the songs for some reason. I don't know why. I had, I for whatever reason, growing up, I played the Elvis Christmas CD and the Chipmunks Christmas CD. That's like, funny. Over over. That's my funny. Mom, like, I guess the Elvis. My mom wasn't a big Elvis fan, but enjoyed the Elvis Christmas CD. So I was like, all right, whatever. Kind of, I dig it. That's funny. My dad loved Elvis, but I, I'm more of like a Bing Crosby Um frank sinatra christmas kind of guy okay okay as a matter of fact i didn't i I'd never heard this song until i had an alexa because i just i use my alexa mainly for music right so i'm like alexa play classic christmas music there's this song called marshmallow world by i think frank sinatra sings it it's okay it sounds so goofy and the first time i heard it I was like this is the stupidest christmas song i ever heard <laughs> and now i love it 
You so, love it. so for those of you listening live, Alexa, play Marshmallow World. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> if you guys are looking for some music to listen to, I do have my old band Saturday Matinee. We have a Christmas album out, and it's on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube as well. The Christmas album is called Tis the Season. So just search Saturday Matinee. You can hear me sing some Christmas tunes to you. Yep. I've heard one of them at least. It was amazing. <laughs> Much appreciated. Um, well, we got um, one more in the 80s we did write down was the Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah. Classic. Uh, all the Mickey characters. Um, Scrooge McDuck. I'm sure Donald's on there. But it's basically the Charles Dickens story and the three ghosts. Right, Christmas visit, Carol. Yeah, Christmas Carol. The three ghosts visit uh, Scrooge and try to show him the error of his ways. I'm pretty sure one of them is Goofy. Yes, yes, one is Goofy. Yeah, and he, uh, he comes in with the chains and like trick. Yep, I, I remember. Th I remember that. Um, <laughs> I mean, it fits so perfect. Them using Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, as Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Uh, definitely a classic for sure. Uh, any Disney fans? Shout out to my buddy Dan Buchanan. He's in Disney right now, enjoying some Christmas Disney, Disney World. Um, so we went um, for our honeymoon, and it was towards the end of September. So they were switching um, slightly over to, um, what was it? We got Halloween stuff for a little bit, and then slight Christmas. Oh, like, so you get to see a mix of both? A little bit, yeah. But um, was it Mickey, like... Uh... Like he the, was, he was the tiny Tim, right? Mickey. Mickey the... was like Cratchit or whatever his name is, right? No, no, no. Um, who was the grasshopper? That was Tiny Tim. Yeah. So Mickey was. I'm, now I'm confusing. <laughs> no, no. I think it was Mickey was like the Mickey was like the dad, and then he had like a little boy who was like Tiny Tim, right? Am I? Wrong? I think so. See, it's been quite some time. And then I think I, I the, the, the cricket was probably one of the ghosts. Like Jiminy Cricket, he was probably like one of the ghosts or guides, maybe. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm totally guessing. I haven't seen it in so long. <laughs> Where? So you said you got you said you guys watched uh, Chipmunks Christmas, and yes. did you watch? Did you watch Garfield too? Yes. Yeah, we watched Garfield yesterday. And did that was you the first one? I watched. Did you find these on YouTube or like did you have them or had stream them? Where did you find right? These? So stream them. Um, Garfield was on. Um. Trying to remember if it was on Hulu. I think it was on Hulu. Okay, cool. Because I have that, so I can watch that. Yeah, I mean, basically, I'm, I was doing the research, and then I would put like where it's streaming or whatever. Or if it was on YouTube, I would do that as well. Some of them can get uploaded to YouTube. They use the trick sometimes. It's like mirrored, where mm -hmm. it's like so backwards. Get, yeah, they don't get copyright claimed, essentially. But um, been there. Yeah, I've seen a few so far just by streaming like that. I haven't had any issues. Uh, tracking down the holiday episodes. Where did you see the Alvin and the Chipmunks one? Um, again, I think that was. I think that was. Uh, oh, that that one. You know what was like an odd. It wasn't YouTube. It was like I did a search, and it's an embedded player in like some site. Oh, okay, okay. So I, you know, it wasn't YouTube, but they uploaded somewhere, so you could just watch it from your computer. I don't know if you'll be able to put it to your tv that way but gotcha okay they're usually short episodes so it was like you know 20 because there's no commercials right although i did find one that was unique um we were watching 
and it had the old commercials in it. Oh, nice. Which was kind of cool because then that also brings you back and it was like some old McDonald's commercials and stuff like that. And I was like, this is cool. And speaking <laughs> of commercials, uh, if I can talk Russ into it, that might be next week's topic. Uh, classic uh, Christmas commercials. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we're we're going to read some uh, comments from you guys. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to give a couple shouts out to other podcasts. You guys should be checking it out on the Dorkening Podcast Network. So let's give a listen to that. Greetings and Shabibans. We are the Retro Reductibus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Well, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Reductibus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some <clears throat> very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network with new episodes every technical Tuesday. What's that? And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Octopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. Do you like gaming? You know, this game would be better if it was a battle royale. Do you like technology? I bet this tech would work better if it was a battle royale. Do you like movies, TV shows, and everything else that me and Nate can't agree on? The Last Jedi was easily the best Star Wars film I have ever seen. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Everybody in this room is stupid now because of you. Talking Gaming and Tech is a bi-weekly podcast where we cover the latest and greatest in gaming and tech. Now part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Talking Gaming and Tech is a podcast produced by Tech Prime Media. You can find us on YouTube and all their social media platforms. You can find Talking Gaming and Tech on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts from. This podcast is filmed live. If you want to check us out while we're filming live, remember to follow links on social media and your comment might be read on air. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle-related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways podcast network give a listen dudes cowabunga is this podcast for you okay we're back and we're gonna check out some facebook comments i posted on our facebook page what are your top cartoon christmas specials T uh steven says this was a major favorite of mine growing up based on the book by l frank baum and it's the life and adventures of Santa Claus. It hmm. looks like with the posters he's showing me, it looks almost like a uh, stop motion, similar to what the um, like the elf and Santa Rudolph like cartoons were. If those Carlos card animation, I guess you would just say not cartoons like claymation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, similar to I guess to like a nightmare before Christmas, however that was put. Gotcha. So like stop motion type stuff. Yeah. 
Um, we got custom NES guy, Jay. He's been jumping into all my live streams on TikTok and <laughs> checking it out. He says, Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, classic. Yeah. How do we forget that? And Rocco's Modern mm. Christmas, which we'll talk about. I did add that one on my list. Hello, Mr. Big Head. <laughs> Carlos Rodriguez, the year without a Santa Claus, of course. The year without a Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Allen says, Frosty, Rudolph, Island of Misfit Toys, Charlie Brown, and the original Grinch. That's right. Excellent. Um, RGP Tour Guide. One I don't hear many people talk about is the Ranking Bass. Twas the night before Christmas with the Mouse family along with the Human family. Oh, I also that's like vaguely familiar. <laughs> the Garfield Christmas special. Excellent. Getting to see John's family and their holiday. And Charlie Brown Christmas is a classic. So I'll have to look up that other one. I haven't heard that one. Rankin Bass. Twas the night before Christmas. I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen that. Yeah, that's jogging some memories. There's another one. Now this, some, you know, a lot of those that were mentioned were made in like the 60s, I believe. You know, just and we ended up seeing them later in life, like the Frosty and the Rudolph. Right, there, right. I'm pretty sure there's one called Cricket on the Hearth. Okay. It's, yeah, it's about a little chimney cricket style character that shows up for Christmas. We got Aldo says Mickey's Christmas Carol. There it's short, but man, does it pack a punch with the doom and gloom. <laughs> Even so, it leads to a heartwarming message. In change of hope, and he did attach a picture, and there is like a tiny Mickey boy on like a crutch. So you were okay. Right that. Actually, I think you were right. Um, what else we got? <laughs> Joe Dunbar, I got to read his comment. Nintendo. <laughs> I'm an oddball when it comes to this. I honestly loathe Christmas specials. Maybe I don't have a soul. Maybe because Jay continues to wear the shirt. I never quite figured it out. Man. Man, all this time I thought me and Joel were soulmates, but he doesn't <laughs> like Christmas. Joel, this is all you are to me. <laughs> Just a Grinch. Just a Grinch. Jeez. <laughs> all right. Sean, 8-Bit Glitch. It's not a cartoon, but in 1987, the Muppets had a short Xmas movie special called The Muppet Family Christmas. It had the Muppets, Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock, and others all sharing Xmas at Fra uh, Fozzie's grandmother's house. Never, <laughs> nice. Never was released on video, but I had it recorded and watched it all the time. It's on YouTube, so he gave us a link. 1987, cool. full special. I was six then and didn't have cable, so I was probably out of luck. <laughs> we got a few more on our YouTube page that we had posted. The Dirk Gaming. I always enjoyed the Claymation Christmas specials. Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town, and the year without a Santa Claus. The original 1966 version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The newer 2018 cartoon is pretty good, too. And a Charlie Brown Christmas. I was also really into He-Man growing up, so loved the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. So he dug that one. I said That's funny. And we couldn't get into that one for some reason. I enjoyed He-Man, but I don't know. It felt like it could have been more Christmassy. I enjoyed He-Man 
back in the day. I've tried to rewatch it since. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I freaking loved He Man. I had Castle Grayskull. I had tons of He Man characters. Yeah, but watching it now, I'm not so sure it holds up. Shoot, <laughs> the the toys are still awesome though. Toys are still amazing. Andy from the '90s are rad. Most of the Hey Arnold Christmas episodes are fantastic. Okay, yeah. yeah. Patty Collector, I said it for movies, but it's more of a TV special. Will Vinton's claymation Christmas special is great. Hmm. The Pee Wee Herman Christmas special is awesome with tons of funny cameos. It has cartoon segments, so it counts, right? (laughs) You said the secret word. (laughs) Scott says the year without Santa Claus. And Miguel says Charlie Brown, Mickey Mouse Christmas specials, and other Disney Christmas specials. All fantastic picks for sure. Yeah. Very cool. Do you want to dive into a few uh, 1990s specials we got listed yeah. here? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think we have quite as many 90s, but uh, we got a few. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I mentioned a few on there. Obviously, <clears throat> hey, hey Arnold was in the 90s and stuff like that. Um, I did put down uh, Rugrats. It's called the Rugrats, the Santa Experience. This was 1992. Now, I did find this on Hulu, so it was streaming on there. Gotcha. Did you did you watching it? Yeah. So I just I just watched this like an hour ago. <laughs> oh, nice. What what happens? Uh, so <laughs> it's it's divided up, right? So you got two stories. You got Angelica, who's um, super excited about Santa Claus. They're going to the mall, um, and they're going to go meet Santa. And then you got Tommy and and Chucky, and Chucky is terrified of Santa Claus for some reason. And he's well, telling he's telling Tommy he's like he's a creepy man and he, he you know comes down your chimney and he, he you know he's he's scary he can't be trusted and Tommy's like no he brings you presents like he's a good guy so Angelica finally gets to Santa Claus at the mall and is telling him all these gifts she wants she wants you know this dollhouse this this action figure this thing and he's like oh it's a lot of gifts she's like I'm not finished yet <laughs> <laughs> she tells him a couple more gifts. And then, uh, you know, he gets upset or whatever. And then she ends up ripping his beard off. And she's like, you're not the real Santa Claus. And it's like a big ordeal. So they get home. And for whatever reason, I guess the uh, the company at the mall for the store felt bad and gave Angelica like a big box full of toys. Because she was like, her Santa experience was ruined, I guess. You smell beef and cheese. So she's got the big box of toys. She goes through them, opens them all up, and like hates all the toys. She's like, none of the stuff she asked for was in there. Oh, so, and so the kids are playing and going through there. And then so her dad's like, oh, like I want to do something to uh, make it up to Angelica so she could have her faith in Santa Claus again. And then Chucky's dad is kind of like, um, you know, I wish I could do something special for Chucky so he can have a great Christmas because he didn't have a good one growing up. So the parents are off doing their things. Angelica comes up with this plan. Uh, so she goes to Phil and Will. And Phil's playing um, with his reptile doll. And he, he uh, she goes to him like, uh, oh, what would you want to get Lil for Christmas? Wouldn't it be something like awesome? And she's like, yeah. Like She's like, what about a box of crayons? And he's like, yeah, it's a great gift. But how am I going to get that? And she got a box of crayons from the store. So she's like, I'll trade you this for a reptile doll. And he's like, okay, cool. They trade. 
So then she's like, oh, okay, this could be neat. But then she sees Lil uh, hanging out and she has her coloring book. So she ends up going over there and then tricking Lil and being like, hey, trade me your coloring book and I'll give you a Reptar space helmet too. you could give your brother. And she's like, okay, cool. Because now they, they won't have either item because she like traded them. Right, yeah. So then they end up, um, the parents book like a room somewhere in, in, in the woods and they're going to have... Um, Christmas there and Angelica's dad uh, calls an agency to have Santa Claus make a visit to the house. But um, Chucky's dad wanted to dress up as uh, Santa and surprise the kids. But he's like, no, no, we're, we're going to, you know, hire someone or whatever. So they're hanging out and Christmas is going on and this and that. And um, so Chucky and Tommy set up booby traps around the house <laughs> to, catch, to catch Santa. If he's going to be like, coming into the house or whatever. So they hear a noise and they go out there and they just see Stu is like putting some presents under the tree and this and that. But then they hear some noise in the fireplace and it's Chucky's dad, but he's covered in soot and he's like, ah, like banging on the, yeah. the door, the door to open it. And they're all like screaming. Um, so he makes it out and he takes off his mask and he's like, it's just me. Like, don't be afraid. Then um, to the door, um, Santa Claus comes and then they're like, oh, you know, here's some gifts, this and that. So they, they get all the presents and he takes off. And then like moments later, Angelica's dad gets a phone call. And it's uh, the guy who's supposed to come for to do the Santa thing. And he's like, I can't make it. My car's oh. stuck in the snow. And he's like, what? What do you mean you can't make it? And they're like, wait, who came to the door? Like, Yeah, Santa really showed up. And then so the last thing was like Angelica got her dollhouse that she wanted. And she's like, oh, I wonder if there's a car in the attached garage. And then there's a tiny lump of coal that ah. he left. So I'm like, yeah, get her for being so mean. What a brat. So that, that was the plot of the uh, the Rugrats uh, Christmas special. Kind of fun, kind of fun. Makes you hate Angelica a little bit more, but ends up being uh, good in the end. That's funny. My daughter is the oldest of all um, her cousins we always call her Angelica because everybody else is like younger by like two, three years. Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully she's nicer than (laughs) time she can be. (laughs) So you mentioned something that kind of brought back a nostalgic feeling for me. Talking about how Chucky used to be kind of creeped out by Santa. Right. I I remember as a kid thinking it was a little bit weird. Like we're just all going to go to sleep and some dude just going to show up in our house leave all this stuff and eat our cookies and our right. milk and he lands on our roof like how do i never hear it like like the, why how is this guy so mysterious like what's he doing you know like it just weirded me out a little bit i mean like i was always happy he came you know right but i remember my my parents being like all right jay you gotta go to bed or you won't come you know and like going to bed and like you're not, staying you're staying up late and the parents are like come on i can't stay up all night yeah no, <laughs> well, well to bed it was funny because like I remember one year my dad was a Baptist minister, so he did like this midnight service. So I remember oh, okay. one year like we stayed up to like 1130 and then we went across the street because the church was right across the street from where we lived. And um, I remember like looking up at the sky because I'm like, it's pretty dang late. He's got to be up there somewhere. Right, you know? right. But it was and I remember my brother, my brother, who was 16 years older than me. is still 16 years old. Than me. <laughs> he told me this story about how like Santa was creepy and he was like. Yeah, he goes, how, how, how. And I was like, he had me all <laughs> creeped out. But anyway, I, I just, it just made me, re- reminded me of like, I, I remember 
you know, a couple times when I was younger being like, yes, yeah, that's kind of creepy. Right. He could be. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of like now, like they have so many scary Christmas movies out too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to comment on that. I don't know if anybody else ever felt that way. Let me know in the comments below if you do. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we ended up watching Rocco's Modern Christmas and it was called Can't Squeeze Cheer from a Cheese Log, 1994. Words have never, true words have never been spoken. <laughs> My wife was like, I I don't remember how weird this show was. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's very on point to like Ren and Stimpy as well. Oh, yeah. With the, with the jokes and stuff that you see. Um, so I was like, okay. And I did also short, no, I tried to look up some, uh, Ren and Stimpy Christmas specials. And I found like short skits that maybe were in episodes. Right. I don't know if there was a full uh, Christmas special though, but they had one where Stimpy was preparing for, it wasn't Santa Claus. It was like something like a yak or like something. Oh, like, like the that. Christmas yak or something funny like and that. He, and he was like decorating the toilet and like all the odd stuff that like comes in a Ren and Stimpy episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's, I'm sure that was a weird episode. But so we watched Rocco's Modern Life Christmas episode and I thought it was pretty fun. He was um, getting ready for Christmas, but it, it wouldn't snow. And they have like a cloud above Rocco's house that's like alive. And he's like almost like trying to go to the bathroom to snow. He's like, and he like can't snow. Oh, weird. That's, yeah, that's weird. And then so across the street from them, there was like elves that like lived there and they were like partying and making noises. And there was like this little elf that ends up following Rocco to the mall because he was like going to go Christmas shopping. And then he he runs into Heifer and uh, it's the turtle Filbert. I think the tur turtle. Yeah, I think Filbert. it was Filbert. And they're selling like Christmas trees. And you see, so there's like there's like a Christmas tree a cactus and then like a um a toy soldier like in a pot and the christmas tree is like has a face and a mouth and it's like you were going to pick like a puppy from like the shelter so the trees are like <laughs> oh weird and it's like pick me and he's like ah uh, which one do i get and he's like ah uh, this one and then heifer's like all right and he like gets a chainsaw and then he goes to cut the tree and then it gets x's on its eyes oh it killed it, <laughs> it like falls over and it goes to fall, and he's like, Timber! And then it falls right on him. Oh, Lord. Um, so he ends up, Rocco was like, oh, let me invite some people over for Christmas. And he invites, like, Heifer, but then Heifer's family's like, yeah, we'll come over too. And then he calls Philbert, and he's like, hey, you want to come over for a Christmas party? And he's like, yeah, hold on. And he's on the phone with his girlfriend, so he's like, hey, you want to go to Rocco's? And she's like, yeah. So she clicks over the phone and tells someone else, and they tell someone else and tell someone else. So it's like, all these people are going to come to his party. And he's like, Oh, okay. But then something happens and someone gets sick or whatever. And so then the chain reaction happens in reverse and Rocco's at his house at eight o'clock with like all the decorations and like no one shows up. And he's like, well, what the heck? Like no one wanted to come to the party. Are they all tied up? So he goes to bed and then he, he wakes up and it does snow. It shows the cloud drinking like, prune juice oh my gosh to like unclog itself <laughs> he was like pooping out snow right so weird 
So he ends up, uh, it's snowing, and then uh, the, the like news people come, and it's just Rocco's house that has snow. And uh, the elves come over, and the elves mention that there was this elf that could make it snow, but he was lost in a snow blizzard. And so the elf shows up, and they're like, oh, is this you? And he's like, no. He's like, um, you know, I thought Christmas spirit was lost, but it's only here because of this tiny little elf and one other person. And they're like, Rocco. <laughs> and he's like, you guys can come in and have some food. He's like, I forgive you. And like everyone comes in and then has like a party. And then um, next door was the, um, what, what was the, what was the Mr. Big Head? Mr. Big Head. Hello, Mr. Big Head. And he was so mad because he was like, he didn't think he got invited to the party. And then uh, the little elf guy goes over there and hands him a, um, a letter. And it, it was like an invitation to the party. And he's like, I was invited to the party. That's so And like, funny. for whatever reason, the elf then hits him with the hammer in the knee. <laughs> and, and then he's like, ah! And he starts rolling around in some Christmas lights and gets shot over to Rocco's house. And then he's like hanging from the ceiling with Christmas lights. And then like the Christmas star lights up. And his wife is all like, oh, Mr. Big Head or whatever. Whatever that's his so, name is. <laughs> yeah. what? That's so weird. 90s cartoons. Yeah. If you can believe it. Super duper weird. Um, the only other thing I guess that I brought up to Russ briefly was I have a brief memory of sitting in front of my television. Uh, we did have cable at this time, apparently, because this was on Nickelodeon. Yes, but I, I remember watching an episode of Eureka's Castle, um, nice. which was more like puppets. I remember there was a big dragon. Um, yes, like I guess Eureka was like a little wizard girl. Yes, and some other characters. I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I remember I was desperate to watch something Christmas related um, because at that time, I guess it came out in 1990, so I was nine years old, and I guess I was just desperate for some. Christmas for uh, Christmas, yeah. some some kind of Christmas magic, and so I watched Eureka's Christmas special, and that's about all I remember of it. <laughs> well, I will say, like, almost so. Okay, you know, we're young kids back then, and um, you know, there was no streaming. Basically, we had to probably either one look at like the TV guide when yep, that kind was of a thing, plan out your night, what you're gonna watch, and see what's coming up. Like, oh, hey, Friday night, there's gonna be a Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, cartoon. Let me make sure I'm around or whatever. Other than that, it was just chance, you know, finding these Christmas specials, you know, hoping they were on maybe a repeat or played a few times leading up to Christmas that we can catch them. And back then, like, I don't know if you remember this, Russ, but like, you would see commercials like days in advance, like, you'd be watching, uh, tv on like a monday night and it would be like frosty the frosty the uh the snowman and rudolph the red-nosed reindeer this friday at eight you know right right and you're like oh sweet i gotta pay attention to that this coming up friday i gotta watch rudolph and frosty you know um so they kind of did some self-promotion on air but oh, i yeah. always remember when my, my mom would be like she would be locked in she'd be like jay tonight rudolph comes on i'd be like oh man be like yes but like, so like, I know those aren't necessarily 80s and 90s, uh, like cartoons, but they right. definitely were stuff that were was on heavy airplay, you know, during our early childhood. So which of those do you really have fondness for, you know, and what did you like about those? Yeah, I mean, definitely the Rudolph, the Red Nose Reindeer one. And then because a lot of it blends together. Uh, 
what was the one with the elf that wanted to be a dentist? Was that part of that? So that story? that was part of that same story. Basically, okay. basically Rudolph, you know, kind of gets um, he's he's trying to like learn all the reindeer games, which basically is like training to be like one of Santa's helpers, like, you know, reindeer that flies right. for Christmas. And, um, you know, his parents are embarrassed about his nose. So they put some like tar on it. And he's, you know, he talks like this because his nose is weird. And um, anyway, so they're like, they're playing, they're doing all these, this wrestling and reindeer games or whatever. And his, and the, the tar comes off his nose and they're all like, you're a freak basically. And then, uh, and then the little elf whose name escapes me right now, um, basically like he doesn't want to make toys. That's not something he's interested in. He yes. wants to be a dentist. So, um, you know, they're like a dentist elves aren't dentist, you know? So basically right, like right. him and Rudolph meet up because they're like the misfits and That's then they right. meet uh Yukon Cornelius. Who's like the, the gold digger, you know, and he kind of guides them, uh, you know, through the middle of the show where they are trying to escape this, uh, big abominable snowman called the bumble, which I don't know about you. Is any, was anybody else terrified of that thing as a child? <laughs> I mean, it did its part. It's supposed to be scary. Like I, I liked him at the end when he finally like hangs the star on the tree because he's so tall. Right. Like in the middle, man, he was kind of creepy for a six year old. Now my son thinks it's hilarious, but I, I was creeped out back then. I had a, I had a more tender <laughs> heart than my son. Um, and then they well, find their uh, their way to the island of misfit toys, so they can't yeah, yeah. fit in there. You know. That's right. That's right. And there's a lot of good um, musical numbers. From this yeah. as well, because I remember we're a bunch of misfits, or a bunch of misfits. Yeah, <laughs> what's the matter with misfits? Why uh, don't I fit in? in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, real I mean, quick, real quick for songs, I totally forgot to mention. We rewind back <laughs> to the Simpsons. I remember I lost it when so Bart's singing. They're singing Jingle Bells. And he's like jingle bells, jingle, and he's like Batman smells. Robin laid an egg. Batmobile lost a wheel, and Joker got away. And I was like, "This is great." Yeah, I don't know where that came from. I honestly don't know that that was something that The Simpsons created. I think that right. was like, like something on the playground from back in the day. But uh, I have a feeling that a lot of us '80s kids learned it from there. Right, right. So, so Bart would sing one of the other songs and he would like throw in little quippets too. I don't know if you remember that with uh Rudolph, the red nose reindeer had a very shiny nose, like a light bulb. Oh yeah. Yeah. And if you ever <laughs> saw it, you would even say it glows. Yeah. That's like a light bulb. Yeah. And it was something about like Pinocchio. Right. And I was like, I wonder if that was something they started as well. Did you ever remember this? I remember singing this at my church and like people getting mad. I'd be like, joy to the world. The teacher's dead. We barbecued her head. What happened to her body? We flushed it down the potty and round and round it goes and round and round it goes and round and round and round it goes. I had to sing the whole number. Just keep Jay singing, you know? That's so good. I'd never heard that. (laughs) Well, there you go. Teach that to your kids. (laughs) <laughs> coming from the pastor's son <laughs> classic yep <laughs> um yeah i mean yeah i said like we watched those the rudolph cartoons and all that like the claymation ones like you said they came out earlier the grinch 
and all that, but we experienced it in the eighties as kids yeah. growing up. So those are certainly classics and will be played probably till forever. I assume till the world ends. That's it. And why 2k <laughs> in 2000, <laughs> 22 years ago. So good. Yeah. So I think next, next episode, we're going to do Christmas commercials and we're yeah. talking, maybe we'll have some other ideas for it, but watching a lot of Christmas commercials for like toys um and there's some good ones for cereal i mean i dude trust me christmas i'm gonna be on this russ usually russ russ is the is the driving force behind this podcast i just show up and do a you know a half-assed job <laughs> but uh, every every now and again when it's something i'm really enthused about like these commercials i'll i'll, I'll throw them some bones here don't nice, worry nice. much appreciated <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to catch us you can check out the weekly warpipe.com we are also part of the dorkening podcast network um you can pick up weekly warp pipe um magnets if you guys want a magnet just reach out to me i'll mail you a magnet um you can get mugs and t-shirts and all that good stuff on our website and follow us on spotify itunes we're here on youtube um, and you can catch me on any social media platform at Russ Lyman, L-Y-M-A-N. Check out my band Saturday Matinee. If you want to hear some Christmas music, I'll sing to you. Tis the Season is the album. Jay, where could we find you? You can find me on TikTok and right here on the Weekly Warp Pipe every Saturday at 7 a.m. with my buddy Russ. That's it, guys. As always, I'm Russ Lyman, and keep your world fun bit by bit. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. (laughs) 